0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now over the last year we've heard that more people are making the decision to permanently leave Ireland, but do the figures tell that story? Joining me to talk about how emigration is measured and analyzed is Kira Murphy, Policy Officer at the Economic and Social Research Institute. Good morning, Kira. What do we know about why people are emigrating?
1: So well, Interestingly, we actually don't do a huge amount of research on this in Ireland, especially in recent years there's actually been very little research looking at the question, not even kind of a, kind of the characteristics of emigrants. But what we do know is that, you know, Irish people are just like other people and they migrate for the same reasons. So usually migration happens when people have both the aspirations to migrate and the capabilities to migrate. So Irish people are lucky enough often to have the resources and the skills. They have the capabilities to migrate. And then the aspirations are quite interesting because usually aspirations to migrate come from a perceived difference in opportunities between where you are and where you could be. So social networks play a really huge role in that. As we know, you know, we see chain migration to the same kind of areas. But then you also see things like talent attraction programs raising these aspirations to migrate. So, you know, the opportunities that people are thinking about could be in employment, in education, quality of life. Um, And that's not just, you know, the opportunities that they have abroad, Mm. but potentially how they perceive their opportunities when they come back
0: as well. Often there is discourse in uh, media about how you get immigrants coming here, asylum seekers, refugees or people entering illegally. And they're coming because they hear the grass is very green in Ireland and therefore we will go there, you know, the uh, social welfare systems, the education available, the health care and so on. But we, in leaving the country and going to Perth or Melbourne or Sydney, are really no different.
1: Well, it, it's quite interesting because I would almost argue that we are quite different. A lot of the research on asylum migration actually says that welfare doesn't matter that much because what matters a lot when people are fleeing unsafe areas, is perceptions of safety and security in the long term. So Irish people are very lucky compared with those groups in that we have kind of um, we get we have a lot more kind of choices in 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 where we go and and why we want to go there as well.
0: And the Irish passport is one that gives uh, visa-free access to many, many countries around the world. But, of course, Irish people are coming back as well. What do we know about the net figures? Are more people leaving than returning?
1: So it's actually last year, so the the CSO released figures um, between April and April of every year. So up to April 2023, it was almost even. So about 30,500 Irish people left. That's about half of the emigration figures. And I think that's something quite interesting. The emigration figures are overall up, so about 14% up, and they are kind of higher than they were pre-recession. But about half of those are non-Irish nationals who have come and are leaving again, which, of course, is very different from the, like, really historical emigration flows. So we do sometimes perceive that emigration is Irish and immigration is foreign born Um, But it's not always the case. So we had about 30,500 Irish people leaving last year and about 30,000 coming back in. So net, it was just about minus Mm. 900 people.
0: Uh, now, you mentioned that people who are not born here are, are leaving and in many cases they've done their studies or in many cases the economies in their home countries are booming. There are opportunities there uh, and maybe there are those who simply can't afford within, to live within the Irish economy. But we don't really have too much detail on all of that.
1: No, we don't. And I think something that's really important to note is that em- like migration generally tends to be a relatively temporary thing that people do between a certain age group. So the vast majority of migrants are kind of between 20 and 45. And a lot of people will kind of go away for a few years. And I think Irish people understand this as well as anybody else. And then they'll come back uh, kind of eventually when life changes or, or, or you know, the, the calculation somewhat changes for them.
0: Now, the question of net uh, inward migration, uh, we are getting more people in overall than we have uh, leaving, although the Irish going and coming are uh, by and large in the balance, you say. Of those who come in, how many of them are coming in uh, quite legally on visas or because they're allowed to from uh, within the EU, there's completely free travel and so on. Do we know how that breaks down? Oh,
1: The vast majority. And I mean, that is kind of across the board, the vast majority of migration is for work or education. Um, in 2023 was was a little bit of an exception, 2022-2023, because of the Ukrainians who are, of course, arriving legally. They're not visa required as part of the Temporary Protection Directive. And then asylum migration, where people sometimes will enter legally or, and then claim asylum, or sometimes they will enter on false documents or through other um through other routes, because they don't have a right to enter to claim asylum, but they do have a right to claim asylum once they get here, is a very small proportion. Um, and it, it kind of has, has historically always been a very small proportion of the, the actual migrants, but of course it gets a disproportionate amount of, of attention. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: the main countries from which people are coming to claim asylum and international protection, do we know what the, the, you know, the top five might be?
1: Yeah, so for uh, 2023, the, the International Protection Office has just released figures and the top nationalities, if I can remember correctly, are Nigeria, um, Algeria, uh, Afghanistan, I think. I think those are the top three. So it changed a little bit from 2022 when we were seeing a lot of Georgians and that number has come down um, quite a bit.
0: Now, the uh, net effect of all of this is that uh, we have more and more people who are not born in Ireland resident in Ireland. Uh, How has that profile changed over the years?
1: Well, I mean, so in the 2022 census, the number of people, the percentage of people born abroad was 20%. Now, the percentage of people who are non Irish nationals was 12%, because in part there's a lot of Irish people born abroad, but also um, a lot of migrants naturalised. So, you know, you can choose which figure you want. Neither of them are perfect. Um, which, of course, you know, historically we were a country of emigration, but kind of over the last 20, 30 years have really seen that profile
0: change. Kira Murphy, policy officer at the ESRI. Thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.